Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s. And Erica went through a sustained 50-pound weight loss and self-love journey. We created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Today on the podcast, we have an incredible conversation with Ashley Marie, founder of BTR Bars. Ashley found inspiration in an unlikely place at an unlikely time at the hospital cafeteria. When both of her parents were diagnosed with cancer, her life turned upside down as she became their caretaker and her own nutrition began to suffer. Ashley was devouring protein bars when she could, as many of us do, to fit in a meal or a snack. Most of the bars she quickly discovered were filled with sugar. After her parents passed away, she founded a bar brand based on their family mantra, be bold, tenacious, and resilient. BTR bars are adaptogen-packed protein bars with the cleanest label in the category. They are plant-powered, keto-approved, paleo-friendly, and free of gluten, dairy, and junk. Available in cherry chocolate chip, cinnamon cookie dough, and dark chocolate brownie, each bar boasts adaptogens that take you from AM to PM and help you either stay sharp, chill out, or provide a pick-me-up. We have been lucky enough to try BTR bars, and they are healthy, full of clean ingredients, and absolutely delicious. My personal favorite is a dark chocolate brownie. <laughs> BTR is on a mission to end mindless snacking with their protein bars with a purpose. With ingredients like lion's mane, cordyceps, and reishi mushrooms, and MCT oil, they are tasty bars that you can feel good about. Ashley has a background in food science and nutrition, and we learned so much from her in this conversation. She shares her experience with overcoming her grief and starting a company. We also have a discount code for our listeners who want to try BTR bars. You can visit eatbtrbar.com and use code COURAGEOUS to save 10% on your first order. You can also find the link in our show notes. Enjoy the episode. This episode is brought to you by our health coaching subscription service on Patreon. The Courageous Wellness Collective has expanded on Patreon to bring our listeners and clients an all-access, accessible platform to educate, inform, and create nutrition and lifestyle habits to meet your personal goals. For $8.99 a month, patrons will receive weekly video content on topics ranging from blood sugar stabilization, gut health, hormone balance, energy, sleep, skin health, how to shop the grocery store, pantry staples, and much more. Included, you'll also receive access to monthly virtual webinars, recipes, and special guest content too. 
With this subscription, you are guaranteed at least four pieces of fresh health coaching content each month. To learn more and become a patron, visit www.patreon.com slash courageous wellness, or check out our show notes. We look forward to welcoming you to our coaching community. We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic offers superfood coffee and elixirs to upgrade your daily routine. The powerful antioxidants, antiviral effects, and immune-boosting properties of mushrooms transform your cup of joe from an energy-boosting treat to a health-enhancing choice. Along with mushroom coffee, Four Sigmatic also offers mushroom elixirs, mushroom hot cocos, and other shroom-filled products. Erica uses the lion's mane in her morning superfood coffee, and even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains myataki mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout, and there's also a direct link in our show notes. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for being here today. We are so excited to talk about your product, talk about you. But to get us started, can you share with us a little bit about your personal journey and how it led you to create BTR Bars? Thank you so much, Ali and Erica. I am so honored to be here today. We're recording on a Friday. This is just the best way to kick off the weekend. So I'm so excited. And I'd love to tell you a little bit more. The brand is actually very, very personal to me. So BTR actually stands for Be Bold, Tenacious, and Resilient. And it was actually my parents' personal mantra. And I started the company as a tribute to them. It's funny when I think about Be Bold, Tenacious, and Resilient, I heard it so much as a child because my parents always had these fun, witty, inspiring mantras to live by. And I would just kind of roll my eyes. I I was an only child, but I was a great child. I really was. But I, you know, you take things for granted. And my parents were my best friends and we were like a tripod. And over five years ago, both of my parents were diagnosed with cancer. My mom first, um, my dad second, both very rare forms of cancer. My mom was diagnosed with a leomyosarcoma and my father with appendiceal cancer. And it literally just changed our lives. Everything just was turned upside down. So I, I became their primary caretaker. We were in and out of the hospital, chemo treatments, just literally everything. And my own nutrition began to suffer. Their nutrition was suffering. We were just eating bars and bites and snacks and things out of hospital vending machines and hospital cafeterias. And it was, it was just crap. And I really you know, always I was like, oh, let me, let me just try to make something myself. And I didn't even really think anything of it, but I took to the kitchen and started making these little bites. They were like muffin bakes. And, you know, I was like, oh, these are like better bites. And, you know, I would bring them to the hospital for my, my family and the doctors, nurses, and everyone loved them. And I was like, okay, well, this, this, that, that's cool. Uh, But I completely tabled the idea. I really didn't think anything of it. I saved my recipes and both my parents passed and I needed stability in my life and just a a sense of community. And actually I I took a job at a startup. I was a second hire at a supplement startup that was all, you know, a firm believer of food is medicine. And I really wanted to be around people who felt that food and what we put in our bodies meant something. And it wasn't actually until the pandemic where I was just starting to get a little restless. And I just, you know, my parents are always with me. I'm a very spiritual person. So I feel like they're here. And I just, you know, every day I wake up and I want to do something that makes them proud. And I knew in the back of my head that 
they wanted me to do something. My father actually, he worked in trademarks and legal. And he actually incorporated the company before he passed. And because he knew I was making these little bites and he was like, they're good, you know, maybe do like a little catering business or something on the side. My father always had a very entrepreneurial spirit as well, but he never did that. And they both had very long bucket lists that they didn't really get to cross off all the things that they wanted to do. And I, I knew it during the pandemic. I was like, well, the world is a shit show right now. Excuse my language, but everything is, is crazy. Like how, you know, what, what am I doing? It just really made me question what, what was going on. Am I, am I really happy in this role? Am I happy? What am I with what I'm doing? I really wanted to, to do something that like would fulfill my parents' legacy. And I whipped out the recipes. I you know, started making them a little bit more in a bar shape. I, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to quit my job quit my job. A month later, I was interviewing co-packers to try to take my recipes and work with a food scientist and chef to really make it into something. And within a couple months, literally everything just fell in. It was so perfect. It just fell into line. And, and that's, that's how the company came to be. So we launched at the end of September, early October, super soft launch. And really 2021 is like our first year in business. So this is where about month five in and loving every second of it. And I hope that I'm making my parents proud. Wow. That's an amazing story. I'm so sorry for the loss of your parents, but, um, you know, what you've been, I'm, I'm sort of like, wait, this just started. You just started this in the, the pandemic for one year in, I had no idea actually, like, and we, Erica and I got to try your products and we really, not only do we love the ingredients, but they were yummy. And I was was like, yeah, I was scrounging for one earlier today, but I had realized I had eaten them all. So, um, so that's a good thing, but I'm just, wow. That what, I mean, what an enormous amount to go through. I'm an only child as well. And I can, you know, picture the, the difficulty of that situation, but to, sort of so quickly too. I mean, maybe this speaks to your sort of spirituality and we can go into that a little bit, but to transform a very difficult situation into creating something that can be so helpful for so many people and, you know, bring a taste of literal taste of joy into their lives. Um, so much. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty remarkable actually. I'm yeah. I'm I was like, whoa. Um, so do, I'm like, where do I start with this? Do you feel oh my, like- By the way, this means so much to me. I just, the mission is so, is so critical. And sometimes this is why I love recording because sometimes you get lost in the day to day and like, okay, we're running out of inventory. I need to put another PO, you know, and it's just- it's, I, I have p- uh, pictures of my parents all over. There's a picture of my mom. That's my dog over there. My dog was also diagnosed with cancer. I can't even just my, my entire personal life literally just fuels me every day to just keep going. But I have pictures of my parents all over my office to remind me of like the bigger picture. And when I see BTR, I'm like, okay, this, this reminds me of what I'm doing. Because you know, when you get stuck in, in a, you can get stuck in the little minor details of running a business and there's lots of highs and lows. And that really helps regulate me and, you know, bring me back to the purpose and why I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's truly, again, like just to echo what Ali was sharing, it's truly incredible. And, um, was, you know, I think before we get into your bars, which as Ali and I shared are delicious and we love them. And we kind of talked quickly off, um, 
episode pre-recording. It's very hard. I feel like in the bar space to create a healthy, good for you, delicious bar. So we're going to go into all things bars in a second, but before we do that, you mentioned, right? Like you have this component of spirituality and that's Mm -hmm. really important to you. And we've done episodes on grief as well. And I think it's pretty incredible that you were able to create this company, right. With this strong mission that honors your parents, that honors their legacy, right? Like you said, before your dad passed, he did this trademark because he believed in, in you and this mission. It's just so beautiful. Um, can you just quickly tell us, or even not so quickly, maybe just share for anyone listening, because I feel like it is incredible that this company has come out of the pandemic, but also that the pandemic brought so much grief to so many people, mm-hmm. right? Loss. Um, you know, at, at the time of recording over 500,000 Americans have died from COVID beyond that. So many people lost their jobs, their livelihood, um, mental health, everything, right? It's been a pretty devastating year. So can you talk about how you were able to continue after the loss of both of your parents and not only continue, but create something of so much value? Oh, wow. Such a good question. I, I do think that my, my spirituality really is such a, it's such an important component of, of everything and why I've been able to kind of take this route. And I remember saying to my husband during all of this that I have two directions that I can take. Either I'm just going to kind of become a robot and just go on autopilot and just kind of like, I don't want to say sink into this hole, but there's, there's just, there's just so much emptiness. And there is, you know, when there's so much grief, when someone passes, there's just this hole that really never gets fully repaired. And, you know, it was was that route or it was either plunging into something that I care about and that means something to me. And my my husband knows me very well. We've been together for many years. And he, he was like, I know you and I know what your parents would want you to do. And that's, you cannot stop living because they're not here. And they're here, they're here, they're in your heart. And my, and my husband is, is not a spiritual person whatsoever. And he, when he said that, I was like, okay, it's, you know, I had such a strong connection and bond with my parents that I just, you know, I feel their presence as I had mentioned, but also I have a lot of friends in the spiritual space as well. And who have helped me, you know, one of my closest friends is very spiritual. She's an energy healer based in San Diego. She really helped me kind of assign different signs to what my, to what my parents might represent in this earthly world. And that helps me. And, you know, having conversations with them and I actually, I talk to them about the business and talking things out loud. It seems so strange and it's, but, but I feel like they answer, they, there's some answer that comes through and it's a download, it's a message and it's something that I get. And, you know, I, I like to say that I'm 50% data driven, 50% intuitive and really listening to both sides when I'm running the business. And, you know, I can hear my mom, my mom was a chronic perfectionist like myself as I'm developing emails and SMS campaigns. I can hear her in the background being like, I don't like that font, change it. Like little things, whereas my father was very big picture and very vision driven. And, you know, I really feel like I have the, the best of both of them. So I think that I just, I'm constantly trying to remind myself that they're here and they're watching me and they're supporting me and just, you know, having a good support system here in, in, on this planet to, to make sure that those messages are coming through loud and clear is, is important. Yeah, that's really, I mean, it's really beautiful. And I think as Erica said, I think so many people right now, um, I mean, anybody, any human who's experienced loss, which is probably every human, but, um, 
but out of a year that people are dealing with a kind of a different level of loss, um, I think it's a really hopeful um, point of view. And, you know, it's interesting. She and I, Erica and I know each other. Well, originally know each, we know each other because we're business partners <laughs> and work wives, but we um, met each other through our Buddhist practice. And um, there's this concept in, in the type of Buddhism we practice, uh, which is karma into mission or um, poison into medicine. And it's really about creating value. So even though that like difficult things, obstacles in life occur and that can be very painful that there's like, that we always have the ability to create value, um, through, through those, through dealing with those things, through dealing with those sufferings, um, which is so powerful. Yeah. It's basically like what you've done, which is why I think your story is really powerful. And, um, Okay, so we've sort of teased this for a little while now, but let's let's share with our listeners a little bit about um, about your product because one of the things that we really resonated with it was your choice of ingredients. You also mentioned earlier having worked for a company that really had this sort of mindset that food is medicine. Um, she and I absolutely believe that and try to use that. We're really food positive here and we love food. We love eating, but yes. we love how it can be used, um, to further health. And, uh, so can you share with us a little bit about your products? Absolutely. So BTR bars, each of them are powered by specific plant-based superfoods, purpose-driven adaptogens, and functional mushrooms. So they all have a synergistic blend of completely different ingredients. The base is relatively similar. So they're, they're all nut butter bars. So I'm obsessed. I'm a nut butter lover. Um, so love cashew butter, love almond butter. So that's the base of all of them. And then the rest of the ingredient, the rest of the ingredients are really what fuels the purpose and the benefit of each of the bars. So we have a cinnamon cookie dough energy bar. We have a dark chocolate brownie recharge bar. We have a cherry chocolate chip Zen bar. And then we are launching in two and a half weeks, we're launching our peanut butter chocolate chip bliss bar. And there is already such incredible demand for that. So I'm excited for that one. And I, so I actually, I didn't really talk too much about my background, but I have a background in biochemistry and food studies and, and education. I have a master's in education. So interesting. My background is a little all over the place, but I've always, it always comes back to food and always comes back, come, comes back to wellness and health. And I was a personal trainer for many years. Like everything really came back to what we're putting in our body to, to fuel, to fuel our minds and to, and to fuel us for the day. And I really have always been taking these supplements. Um, so I've been taking Rishi and Cordyceps and Maca in powdered form or in capsule form. And I've, I've loved them. And I love what they do for my body. I notice the biggest difference when I'm not taking them or I'm off my routine or, or forget them. And I've said, you know, if I want to bring a product to market, there's I mean, tens of thousands of protein bars on the market. It's one of the most saturated spaces. Most people are like, why are you doing this? But I tried to look past all of that because this is, there really is a white space and there, you know, the, the first part of the bar and the, the first white space that I was able to identify is, you know, that is very, very difficult to find a bar that is super clean, like literally no nasties, no junk, no lecithins, no gums, no emulsifiers, but it's also low in sugar. It's really, really hard to find. I, I mean, in all of my competitive research, it just doesn't exist. So we have no added sugar. Plus we have all of these other amazing ingredients and none of, none of the crap. And that is 
extremely difficult to make. It's, you know, taking my recipe and going to a co-packer, they're like, I don't know how we're going to do this. Like I, we don't even use natural flavors, which is just super common amongst all snack foods. And they were very challenged by it, but, but we did it. And it's, it's constant work in progress. Uh, you know, when people get the bars, like, I'm so happy that you said how, how yummy and delicious they are. I am, I'm obsessed with them. You know, we have customers that order 10, 11, 12 times. People are just falling in love with them, but they are different. So they're not a candy bar. So it's really important for us to lead with that, that positioning of health first and being wellness focused as opposed to, you know, I, I think they're the best tasting protein bar, but they're not going to necessarily taste like a piece of cake. So we won't, we probably won't have a bar that's like a birthday cake bar or a fun fetty bar. It's, it's really not possible to make those without using natural or artificial flavors and colors and whatnot. So we really want to, you know, lead with this purpose driven, this benefit first. And it's, it's been incredible to be able to kind of check all the right boxes for people being plant-based, being low in sugar and having these superfoods and adaptogens is just something that's not out there yet. Yeah. What I really love about your bars and I loved, um, the brownie one, the chocolate one was actually, it's funny. Cause you said like, they don't taste like candy bars, but they taste they're They're really delicious. And, um, they taste like real food. And actually that's my biggest. And I know, cause it is real food, right? Like you mentioned the ingredients are, you know, real whole foods. And I think it's incredible that you're not using natural flavors and they are so low in sugar. But I think that to me has been my biggest issue where to be honest, before your bars, I haven't really found, like, I don't, I don't eat bars because they don't taste like food. It tastes fake. And, and beyond that, it's like, if I want a candy bar, I'd rather eat a candy bar than eat a protein bar that has just as much sugar or, or, or comparable enough sugar to a candy bar. And I even had a nutritionist, um, like 10 years ago, tell me don't eat protein bars because they're, they're candy bars exactly as you're saying. So just something I really loved about your bars, especially I love chocolate as a chocolate lover. I'm very excited for this new peanut butter flavor that you're mentioning. Um, but it tasted like I was eating real food, like the snack I was choosing for convenience because I was running out the door or because I just needed a snack. It didn't taste artificial, which is not what I'm looking for. Like what you are creating is, is just a real food snack alternative in a bar shape. Almost. It feels like, I love that. I love that (laughs) description as well, because I think when people think protein bars, Mm -hmm. it's what we've made is not really in the the realm of protein bars. You know, a lot of protein bars are chocolate coated and which makes them seem like more of a candy bar. And, you know, the ingredients, you can't even recognize them when you, you know, flip over the, the product and look at the nutrition fact panel. So it was really important. I've always been a bar enthusiast. So I've, I've had them all. I, I used to eat Quest bars as a personal trainer, already two and three a day. And I mean, I just, I just felt like crap and it's, they were good. They were tasty, but it's also at the time I probably wasn't eating as clean and as healthy to, you know, recognize like, Oh, these taste a little artificial. And now if I eat them, I'm like, what was I, what was I doing back then? But the biggest thing for most protein bars on the market is they really impact the gut health. And, you know, our bars have an awesome prebiotic fiber to help with gut health. And they're super easy to digest. They're light. They're, you know, they're just, they're a snack. They're not a meal replacement bar because meal replacement bars, you're starting to get up into like 400, 500 calories. And it's, you can finish it in like three bites. It's just not, we want this to be like a nice, satisfying snack occasion from AM to PM. So if you want a snack in the morning, you want a snack at night in the middle of the day, 
these are, you know, a perfect fix, but they are hard to make. The business is hard to run. There's so many fun, amazing things, but there's a lot of hardships and challenges. I love to talk about it all because it's, it's real. I love that you have, um, you know, it's interesting with all the challenges it presents that you have a commitment to like the mission of what it is, because I'm sure it's really easy for so many, um, companies, especially newer entrepreneurs in the space to try to, you know, like make, um, concessions because of how difficult it can be otherwise and sourcing and all of that stuff. Um, and one thing that I like too, you guys were talking about, you know, that a lot of bars are just like candy bars, but if you do find a bar, that's like, I found a few that have like decent ingredients. The textures are so difficult sometimes. Like I can't even get them out of my teeth. Um, it's like, there's always something (laughs) where like, I just was like, oh, there were these collagen bars at one point that I was like excited to try because I thought the ingredients were like genuinely pretty decent from a brand that I use other products of. And I thought I was going to have like, like dental problems. Like I couldn't (laughs) even get through one bar. And I was so disappointed because I had like kind of really looked forward to it and just like, "Eh, it's not worth it. So, um, yeah, it's just like to have found sort of this combination with all that you've just like the practical things as well, like not getting stuck in your teeth forever. I'm so happy to hear that because, you know, starting the company and since it being so personal to me, I try to take feedback with a grain of salt, especially <laughs> negative feedback because it's going to come. Yes. It's a bar yeah. and bars are not, my husband says this all the time. He's like, Ashley, like bars are not gourmet food, like relax. It's okay. But I want them to be the absolute best tasting all the time. And, you know, I, I, we do, we probably have like 99.5% of our our reviews are five-star reviews, but there are people who are like, this isn't sweet enough for me. Or Mm -hmm. I really think that you should add chocolate chips and the cinnamon or, you know, everyone's got feedback. So really figuring out what the feedback, what the most important feedback is, what the trends are, that's the most important thing. So we, we did get some feedback. We actually made some modifications on the dark chocolate brownie bar, and now it's a little bit softer. And, you know, I think that you actually tried our original dark chocolate brownie bar, which was delicious. The taste is exactly the same, but all we did was move some of the almond butter into cashew butter. So we basically mixed the, the nut butters a little bit more, mm-hmm. and that results in a softer, more, more moist texture. And now people, they're like pillows of chocolate. So people love it. Oh. So I love listening to the feedback, but people who we have had people that say like, this is too healthy for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, like that is, this is, I want to say, unfortunately, fortunately that our company's positioning is, you know, to end mindless snacking. We want, yeah. we want you to snack. We want you yeah. to enjoy food, but we want you to also think about like the, you know, the cool ingredients that you're putting in your body and how you're going to feel afterwards. It's going to, you're going to feel good. And that's actually the, the feedback that I've been loving is seeing people's reviews. Like I love hearing about the taste because taste is king and it's really important important, but I love getting reviews from people. I I ate like three bars and I feel awesome. Like that is what literally that jazzes me. That makes my day. This episode is sponsored by milk and honey guys. I am so excited to share our new sponsor milk and honey with you because I have been using their baking soda free deodorant exclusively for over two years. This gentle aluminum-free baking soda-free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. 
When I decided that I wanted to make the switch to a clean aluminum free deodorant, I tried so many different brands and each and every time I was plagued with those red itchy bumps under my arm on top of not feeling confident whatsoever that I did not smell. Milk and Honey not only never once gave me those pesky little red bumps, but also passed the smell test, even after some of LA's toughest workout classes. This is my ride or die deodorant, and we are so excited to partner with them. Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand. And in addition to clean deodorant, they also carry non-toxic bath, body and skincare products like hydration creams, cleansers, soaps, body polish, and lots more that will make you feel nourished inside and out. If you want to try Milk and Honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CWPODCAST, one word, at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. We are so excited to share a new discount code with our listeners for Recess. Recess is a wellness and lifestyle brand that offers hemp-infused beverages designed to help people relax. An antidote to modern times, Recess offers us all a moment to reset and rebalance with their flavorful, unique combination of hemp extract and adaptogenic sparkling water made with real fruit. A wonderful alcohol alternative or just a fun afternoon treat to keep you calm, cool, and collected. With flavors including blackberry chai, blood orange, black cherry, peach ginger, and pomegranate hibiscus, they offer 6 and 12 packs, subscriptions, and sampler packs for your enjoyment. My two favorite flavors are the coconut lime and the black cherry, but I truly love them all and can't recommend the sampler pack enough, which is where I started. To save 15% on all beverages or subscriptions, you can use code COURAGEOUS at checkout when you visit takearecess.com. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. Can I ask you a question about the adaptogens too? We've done some episodes that have been more focused on adaptogens. So some of our listeners might be familiar with adaptogens, but for anyone who isn't, can we talk about the adaptogens that are in your bars? And does that change when you can eat it? Like, can you have a BTR bar as an after dinner snack? Can you have it early in the morning? Because there are adaptogens, what is it going to do to and for your body? Such a great question. So I like to think of adaptogens. So the, the definition of adaptogens, they're plant-based herbs and roots that, you know, have been used for centuries in Eastern medicine and, you know, have specific benefits to the body. And, you know, I like to think of them as a, as a thermostat basically for the body, they help regulate the temperature of your body. So if you're stressed, they can, you know, help you adapt better to that stress. And each adaptogen does have these specific functional benefits. So in our cinnamon cookie dough energy bar, we have maca and we have cordyceps. Both of those adaptogens help to increase energy levels, boost stamina, boost libido. So it's, you know, that's why it is coined our energy bar. So we do get this question pretty frequently and and I love it. So the energy bar is technically intended to help give you more energy. However, it's not to say if you had it as an after dinner snack, which 
my husband and I do all the time, it is that's the best seller, that it's going to all of a sudden give you this energy boost. So the bars, basically the adaptions in the bars kind of help you to stay even keeled. So if you're feeling tired, it gives you that little energy boost. The other thing about adaptogens that are that's awesome to know is that they like adaptogens work in the body where they build up in the system to work better longer over time, especially because we use a lot of functional mushrooms. The, you know, there's so many amazing functional mushroom companies out there. You're probably not going to feel the, you know, this crazy difference from having one, you know, one supplement of, of Rishi. It takes some time to build up in the body, but because the bars are nice and light, they're not necessarily weighing down on you. That's, I think that's actually been the feedback that we've been getting the most is that it keeps people full and satiated and it feels light so they can go about their day, but they also feel fueled. So the the great thing about the energy bars is no caffeine. So if you wanted to enjoy it after dinner, it's not going to keep you up and awake, but it just gives you kind of that little boost and that fuel that you need to, to power through the day. Yeah, that, thank you. That's a good way to describe it and just sort of, cause I think sometimes people get, like Erica said, we, we've done some episode on adaptogens, but sometimes people are like, you know, there's a lot out there and a lot of it's very buzzy too. And so, yeah. um, but to know that there are really sort of like bigger kind of bigger health benefits, um, to incorporate them into your life, but it's not, you know, one, one bar is not going to make you wired or anything like that. Um, yeah. And so you were mentioning, so this is really like early days for Mm -hmm. BTR, which is exciting. Um, but what, and, and I don't know if you have an answer to this, but do you have, do you feel like now that you've tapped into this mission and like actualized it in quite a short period of time, I know it's probably been a long time coming, but in the, in the actual, um, actualization of the bars being produced this year and 2021 being its first sort of like launch year. Um, do you have sort of a growing mission for the idea of what you want BTR to be? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, my, my current mission is to stay in stock for three, four consecutive weeks of all three of our flavors, four flavors soon. That's like the immediate mission. It's so funny because I, I, like I said, I love recording because it really takes me back to these larger picture questions and thoughts. And, you know, I really want BTR bar to be, I say BTR bar, I I mentioned off offline before we started recording, I do see this going into other spaces of of the snack portfolio and other spaces in the grocery store besides sitting in, in the protein bar space. I I want people to think of snacking as something that's like a fun, happy occasion that as opposed to like, oh, I'm starving in between meals and let me just grab something. And and then they crash because it's full of sugar and it's full of ingredients that they don't really know that the snack space just needs so much cleaning up. And it's, and it's, it's doing that. There's so many brands out there that are really trying to work through that. We see it a lot more on the savory side than the sweet side. So, you know, my goal is to really make BTR and, you know, the, the company's larger umbrella is, is just BTR 
to make that into something that's a household name. I think that's everyone's dream is when, you know, when you think of snacking, when you think of a, you know, the best for you protein bar to think of BTR bar, when you think of the best for you fill in the blank, you think of BTR. That's really, you know, where I see the company going. And that would be the dream Uh, along with the fact like we're mainly direct to consumer. So about 85% of our business is direct to consumer, which that's my experience is is in the e-com world and being able to connect with your customer, build a community of brand ambassadors, loyalists, like people love these bars, which is amazing. But I do want us to to be in store. That is a huge goal of mine as we once we get inventory under control, which should be by mid 2021. The goal is to really push into store so people can find us in other places besides having to say, okay, I'm going to go online and order my bars. I'm going to go on Amazon and order my bars. I want us to be everywhere that consumers are looking for the best for you snacks. Yeah, absolutely. You guys will be. I I didn't even know that you weren't, to be honest, um, which maybe is a nod to your marketing or your Thank you. beautiful packaging or something. I, yeah, I didn't even, it didn't even register to me that I hadn't seen you like on the checkout line at wherever insert store. That's amazing. I love that. Every time I'm on the checkout line, I'm like BTR bar. (laughs) So it it just fuels me. And, you know, retail is a whole, a whole other game and it's, but I love it. And I love building relationships and I'm so excited for for that opportunity. I just want people to be able to walk into store and, and say, okay, I'm going to grab three of this, you know, three of these energy bars, then I'm going to grab a recharge bar. I want people to start thinking about the, the products by, by flavor and function. So I think Mm -hmm. that's also like, I I like to say the future of snacking is functional. I think that, you know, in 10 years, not to say that people are going to, you know, start throwing out flavor and just saying, I'll just, you know, I'll just snack on kale. And I I love kale, but I don't necessarily think that that's the direction. Flavor is super important, but I think people are going to be so focused on the ingredients as opposed to just the macronutrient profile. And we're seeing that already where, you know, I think the the early 2000s, people were very focused on, you know, fat and sugar, well, fat to start off with. And now everyone is starting to focus on sugar and, you know, lessening the grams of added sugar and lessening the grams of sugar and just trying to find products that are just taste, taste really good and just taste like real food that you can make in your own kitchen, but is conveniently already made for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's something that's so important to us too. It's like ingredients are everything and, and yeah, just that, what is it doing for my body? Yes. Taste is important. I don't think anybody, like we've talked about, we've seen bars as Ali mentioned that had great ingredients, but like messed your up with your teeth or just taste is important. Texture is important. But again, it's like, if something tastes really good and the texture is great, but you know, it's not doing anything for your body, then at least for me, that just automatically becomes a sometimes food that doesn't become a food I'm going to constantly reach for and feel good about. So I think that's super awesome about your company. And yeah, like Ali said, I mean, also had no idea because the packaging, the marketing, it's just, it's a beautiful company. And, um, again, I think your mission is so incredible and your background, right? Like having all this diverse background is actually really cool. Um, and I'm curious too, you know, is this, how do you eat, right? Like what is your kind of personal, I'm sure like your personal diet philosophy, but do you follow any sort of, um, obviously with a focus on whole foods. And you mentioned right before your bars, you were taking all these adaptogens in your daily life. I'm just so curious, like what is your personal food philosophy and how do you eat? 
Oh, I love that question. I could talk about it for so long. So I, um, several years ago, so right when my parents were, were diagnosed, I developed disordered eating, like, you know, was never diagnosed as an eating disorder, but I, you know, looking back, I 100% know this. I shared, I shared my story on Instagram a couple of days ago. Um, that is probably also why I was so focused on calories. Ingredients meant nothing to me. I just was cared about what's, you know, these hundred calorie snack packs, these little hundred calorie Oreos, like, okay, that's perfect. And because I was, it was about 25, 30 pounds lighter than I am now, people were like, oh, you must be so healthy. I was running, I, you know, I was, I was training for marathons, but I did not feel well. I was losing my hair, my gut. I mean, this was all at the same time as, you know, all of the stress from my parents. And this is also another, was another motivator to get into the kitchen and start making something that didn't necessarily matter what the calories were. It was something that I believed in and I knew what was in the product. So that was another motivator to be the future of BTR bar. And it really, once I started making these things myself, I just, it just was like a light switch. I just, everything changed where I just didn't matter. It, the, the calories just didn't matter. And I didn't care as much as what I was putting in my body. And it was a little hard to see for a while. It was a little hard to see the scale go up. And then it just came to a point where I was enjoying what I was eating. And I just vowed that I would never restrict again. So I do not, you know, there, I don't follow a specific diet, but I do try to eat mainly plant-based. You know, my husband and I both, my, my husband was, was a weightlifter for many years. Like we're both, you know, pretty active. And I like to think about balance, but my whole key now is ingredients and not being so obsessed with them. So like, I don't have natural flavors in our bars. Do we eat things with natural flavors in our house? Yes. You know, I mean, there's sometimes like there's these little uh, cheese puffs that I love and they have natural cheese flavor. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I can't eat these anymore. But like what you said, it's a, it's a sometimes food. It's just not something that I'm going to eat all the time because I have no idea what, what those natural flavors are. In addition, I have a bunch of food allergies and food sensitivities. So I know that when I eat a bunch of gluten, when I eat, you know, these things with natural flavors and emulsifiers, I just know, Ashley, I'm not going to feel good. Like that's just it. And I feel sluggish and I have brain fog. So I try to avoid that. So we, you know, we cook, we pretty much cook every single meal. Sometimes we'll do some takeout. Um, once a week, we'll, we'll try to treat ourselves to like some, some fun takeout. And I always just feel like crap after eating it, but the food is delicious. So I like to say, you know, this is just a little, you know, and I don't want to use the word indulgence. There's, there's so much, I think there's so much in the world. We, you know, five, six, seven years ago on Instagram, it was all about like, if it fits your macros and focused on all this like clean eating. And then now it's all about body positivity. It's things just flip and switch back and forth all the time. So I try to just go right in the middle, but the product that I brought to market, I was like, I'm not making any sacrifices here. I'm not going to have even one or two ingredients that I don't feel comfortable with in this product. It all has to be exactly how I envisioned it. And it's something that I would feed my child. Like that's really, you know, that that's, that's how I look at it. And something that I feel comfortable eating every day. There's a bunch of food that I eat. I don't necessarily feel comfortable eating it every day, but I do think at the core, is re reducing sugar intake. And that's, I think, coming from, you know, my, my family being so sick and, you know, everyone always, our doctor saying, okay, try to reduce your sugar, you know, being diagnosed with cancer. I, you know, it's a, it's a major fear in my head, especially, you know, having this, these, these two very rare forms of cancer, my grandmother had breast cancer. I mean, there's just so much cancer and diabetes that ran in my family. To me, that is really the only thing that I'm like, sugar to me is a treat. So when I bake cookies, it's a treat. It's not an everyday occurrence because I know I just have to be cognizant for my, my own body. But I think just being in touch with the foods that make you feel good at the end of the day is what you should be eating every day. Yeah. 
That's great. I mean, we're very, we're very aligned with that, with this, the idea is like, how do you feel? And to, to get in touch with that. Um, and it doesn't mean that like you give up fun takeout forever. Nope. No, but you just might understand that like the next morning you might not feel as good, but that's maybe worth it sometimes. But, exactly. Um, totally. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, we're getting pizza and I'm like, wake up the next morning. I'm like, I literally feel like I had a hangover, but <laughs> I know what it's from and it's fine because it was delicious and I enjoyed it and I'm now on my merry way. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything you've shared, your story. It's really like I said, quite remarkable and really inspirational and not in a cheesy way, in a very, very real way. And, um, we're, we just really appreciate you sharing it. And, um, as we start to wrap up, we always ask three questions. So I will ask you the first one. Um, what does your self-care look like during your day? And you're busy an entrepreneur now. Um, and you've dealt with a lot of stress, as you've mentioned. So what, what are your non-negotiables for you within your, within your daily practices? Yeah, great question. My self-care just probably doesn't look that great. However, the two non-negotiables, and this is this every day, is when I wake up in the morning, I have to cuddle with my dog for at least 15 to 20 minutes. That is just a non-negotiable. I literally just roll around on the floor with him. Um, he sleeps with my husband and I in bed, literally like in the middle of us, like on our heads and the pillow. And this is, he's a 65 pound dog, mind you. That is a non-negotiable. And the other thing is really giving myself grace. So if I'm just not feeling, cause I'm, I'm pretty much working constantly and I, I love it. It's fun. It's, you know, as cliche and corny as that sounds, you know, I, I'll work usually 15 hour days, but it might look different than a, a normal nine to five. So I typically start at seven. I will typically end at midnight. But if when I want to take a walk, I'll take a walk. When I want to watch a TV show, watch a TV show. So it's really just giving myself grace because as opposed to saying, okay, I'm just going to work in front of the TV for three hours. And then I answered like three emails because I was trying to do both at the same time. So when I want to take that moment for myself, half hour, hour, two hours, I'm going to do it. So those are pretty much my, my two non-negotiables, but I always start the morning with Bubba. He's my little, my little pup. Thank you so much for sharing that. Our next question is, what does being courageous mean to you? Oh my goodness. Yes. I was, I was listening to so many episodes before this and listening to all your guests' responses. And I thought I would have a response by now. Uh, I think courageous to me is synonymous to resilience. And, you know, the resilient is in the name of the brand. And I think, you know, first and foremost, knowing that it's okay to fail and failure is inevitable and it's part of the process and being able to pick yourself up again and, and, and try again and, you know, learn from it. And if, even if you can't learn from it, just pushing, just that act of getting up to, to go again and to move forward to me is is unbelievable. So I, I look at courage and grit and resilience all in the same family. And I think it's vital uh, for an entrepreneur, but I think it's vital for everyone. It's, you know, this world is not an easy place. And I think it's, you know, when you encounter tragedy and you encounter things that in, in grief, it's just, that's inevitable. And I think being able to, to have the courage to, to face it and to be vulnerable and to keep going. That's the key is be vulnerable. Let yourself feel all the feels. Like if you, I, there's many days where I literally throw myself a pity party by myself. I don't really like to invite people to the pity party, including my husband. I just, you know, go in the bathroom, cry, feel sorry for myself and move on. Yeah. Thank you for that. Okay. And the last one is, do you have a book that has been particularly inspirational to you? It can be on anything, 
um, just something that's meant something to you over the course of your journey? Oh, goodness. Um, that is a really good one. So there's a couple of them and a lot of them are entrepreneurial books. Um, there's one book, and I, the name of it is Escaping Me at the moment, um, but written by the CEO and founder of Hintwater, Kara Golden. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Dauntless? Undaunted? Some, something along those lines. Literally about all of the challenges with starting a beverage business and you know having a family. I think she has four or five children, and she is one of those um, role models and women that I look to uh, for inspiration because she is so open and honest about all the trials and tribulations with starting Hintwater, based in San Francisco as well. So um, very close to my heart. So that was an incredible read, and just to be able to you know, see a female entrepreneur grow this company and do it all and start a family. And it's just incredible. And she really dives deep into these challenges um, that Hint faced, like losing Starbucks and, you know, then onboarding Amazon and all these fun things that, well, not fun in the moment, but knowing that you can get past that and push through was just so, so critical. Thank you for sharing that. I'm definitely going to pick that one up. Um, that sounds really good. <laughs> so for any of our listeners who want to find you, who want to try BTR, where can they do all of that? Absolutely. So the be- best place is eatbtrbar.com. So that's our website. And you can find me at btr.bar on Instagram. I answer all of our DMs. So you'll be talking directly to me. And, you know, that those are the best places to connect with us. We're also on Amazon. We're on a bunch of other third-party platforms. If you Google us, you'll find us in a bunch of different places. And, yeah, I would love – I love hearing feedback. I love questions and love to talk about it all. So I hope people reach out. Thank you. Thank you so much again for joining us and sharing your story today. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Ali and Erica. Such an honor. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.